0: It's time for Mac Geekab and listener James brings us our quick tip of the week by sharing that on our iPhones, if we're in messages in iOS 17, we have that little plus sign in the corner. You can hit that little plus sign and you can choose things like, say, photos and then go select a photo and share it to messages. There is a faster way. Just press and hold on that plus sign in messages down in the lower left. This is when you're in a message typing back and forth with someone or a group of someone's hold down that plus sign. And it will bring up photos, and you can get there with one tap. It is game-changing, perhaps even life-changing. More quick tips like this, plus your questions answered today on MacGeekGab 1012 for Monday, December 4th. Happy birthday, kiddos, 2023! Welcome to Gab, the show where we share your quick tips like that. We share your cool stuff found. We share your questions. We try to answer your questions. We even sometimes ask our own questions. We string it all together loosely into an, an agenda of, of themes such that we give ourselves the best option, the best chance of learning at least five new things every single time we come together. Fastmail.com slash MGG is our sponsor for this week, where you can go and get 10% off your first year of my current primary email service. We'll talk more in depth about that a little bit here later in the show. For now, here in Durham, New Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton. Here in South
1: Dakota, I'm Adam Christensen.
0: And here in Lee, New Hampshire, it's Pilot Pete. Good to be with both of you guys today. Uh, This is cool. Yeah, The new era has begun. I know, the new era. Welcome to the... uh, Welcome to the fray here, Adam.
2: You're going to be sorry. Oh, to be yeah. uh, One I of us is going that. to be sorry. <laughs> I was talking to you, Dave. Uh,
0: that's right. Uh, yeah, no, good to yeah, have no, you here, I, Adam. I don't try cause
1: too much trouble.
0: Why? Why? Why would you? Have right. Trouble? What are you doing here then? <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I guess. It's I be guess like that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I said it's going to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm in.
0: Yeah, I know. Right I know. I know you're in. It's um for better and for worse. It's good. It's, I know, it's great to have you. I'm I'm really stoked uh, about this. We got to figure out how to get your your audio level to be even with us while echo cancellation is off because otherwise it'll be weird just like that conversation was. But we will fix that. More evolution just like that as the uh as things progress here in Mac right. land. Speaking of progressing, Kent has our next quick tip for us. Uh He says, I finally bought some AirTags on a pre-Black Friday sale. And before they arrived, I started questioning my choice. I wondered if both my wife and I would be able to track our tagged items together. My initial searches seemed to say no. One AirTag, one owner, so to speak. However, most of those articles I found were dated a year ago. That may have been the case before. But now with iOS 17, that has changed. When setting up an AirTag, the owner can designate one or more additional users up to... They do not have to be in one's family group, but they do need to have an Apple ID. And it's true. Yeah. Being able to share AirTags really changes the, the nature of how these things can work. I, I think it's, I, I like it. I think it's oh, great.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Are you doing any AirTag sharing, Pete? Uh,
2: do I have to admit that I didn't realize that until this quick tip? Came?
0: No, that's why we do the quick tips, Pete. Right? <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm not, but, but we're gonna, I mean, I think right? I'm going to start. I shouldn't be the only one that can find the remote.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, do you have an air tag on your remote? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then, then yes, correct. That's yeah. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great one. I'm also, we have air tags in each of our suitcases. Right. I'm, I'm going to put, I'm going to make those shared. Like th- that would be a, a handy thing. Right. to know where our suitcase like it doesn't that way if one person uses a different suitcase it doesn't matter it's like oh yeah i have i have the you know the red away bag okay great like now yeah, i know and
2: here's the thing and i don't know if it's in cool stuff found or not but we've talked about them before so it doesn't need to be is there's there's cards that are like they're twice the thickness of a credit card but they're the same size that have the air tag ability in them. Yeah, find my ability. and so if, yeah. i've ordered those for stocking stuffers for everybody oh and I, uh, hopefully those will be shareable as well, because one of the suggestions was put them in your luggage tag. So when people are looking through your bag for that AirTag to get rid of, they aren't even thinking about the oh, luggage tag being there. Yeah, the
0: different form factor, right? Yeah. yeah. Huh? You're sharing an AirTag? You know, it Adam? notifies oh, you,
2: hey, you know, you've stolen this suitcase. There's an AirTag following you. Well, I'll go find the AirTag and throw it away. Right. So if you have an old dead AirTag, keep it in there so they can throw it away and think they've... <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, but you know, you can change the battery on AirTags, Pete. They don't. Yes. Yeah, so they yeah, shouldn't like they shouldn't yeah. die, at least not from a, from a battery standpoint. Just right. make sure you don't no, get no. batteries with that coating on them.
1: So, right. Yeah. <laughs> or just don't put them in your mouth.
0: Well, I mean, you, you right. Also don't put them in your mouth, but the coating okay. makes it so that the AirTag can't get a, a connection to the battery. A good, good
1: connection to out. Wow.
0: Yeah. 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 I, so I
2: w- if you. Scrape it a little. I've found if you scrape it a little and people say, uh, you know, hit it, hitting a file on a lithium-ion battery, and, you know, yeah, I, I kind of get it. But if you just scrape it with a nice, gentle file, yeah, like an, even a nail file, it'll take that bitter
1: coating off that is meant to keep babies from swallowing your batteries.
0: Yeah. I That's just,
1: interesting because my battery just died on my first, because I got the Tags right when they came out, and mm-hmm. I just had to replace the battery. And I think I just got whatever one's Duracell cells and i think they have the coating on them and i haven't had any issues so wow
0: well that's good i, yeah, I that mean they good. may not have the co- they or there might they, they might all have the coating and some of them are thicker than others right like yeah it, i don't know yeah i don't either yeah the, the coding is to keep children well, any humans but predominantly children who have yet to be told to know better uh from putting them in their mouths it's a it, it's a bitter taste or something i don't know i it's haven't actually tasted it i should i should taste it the next time i have a air tag battery it doesn't work i'm definitely gonna lick the thing so.
1: uh, i mean i lick batteries just that you know at a nine volts to make sure they're good you
0: know? oh i mean i don't you know i don't have coffee in the morning but i i definitely you know put a nine volt on my tongue to have a little pick me up at the beginning of the day uh
1: wiki wiki Wakey wakey. wakey, wakey. <laughs> but to answer your question from a while ago no i'm not sharing any air tags i actually am the only one in my family who uses an air tag currently um my wife has lost her misplaced her wallet and we've recovered it luckily a couple times and i was like oh i have extra air tags i should give you one but like pete was pointing out to put them in a wallet they're just they're too thick right so right. i was considering actually getting one of those you know, compatible, find my compatible flat ones to give her. So I I don't know if everybody here last
2: year for Christmas and I got a lot of resistance from my spouse unit and
1: she loves it. (laughs) It's saved her a couple of times now she can find her purse, you know, she find the keys. Yeah. Yeah. My wife doesn't do a purse. She just has a really, she's like me. I, I have to have a thin, thin wallet. So I do not like anything really thick. That's mine. That's what I use.
0: It, 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 it's, it's just a little bill. She's
1: showing there folks.
0: That's right. <laughs> That's
1: right. Binder. The best, the best and uh, most affordable money clip ever. It's just a binder clip
0: binder clip. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I have moved to using a MagSafe wallet, very specifically a MagSafe wallet with a pop socket on it. And that has been great because i, I don 't have it here in the studio with me because it's I, I leave my wallet in my car maybe i shouldn 't announce that, but that 's where I leave <laughs> my wallet uh, but i, I like I, I have a magsafe pop socket on my phone all the time, and it 's really nice to just be able to take that off, put my magsafe pop socket wallet on, and I still have a pop socket on the outside of my phone when I need to have a wallet so right um, I, I, that i 've been that I've been happy with, um Pete, we need to uh we need to get a link in the show notes. we will have a link in the show notes for the uh find my compatible wallet thin I'll thing. find it right now, yeah, yeah. okay well, well, it, we'll at, at some to, point yeah yeah yep yeah, yep yeah. 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 uh all right, you want to uh take us to j t here adam
1: to j t yeah, it's like i'm gonna try
0: okay. I, I, <laughs> J.T.
1: Ray, here he is. Oh, yeah. This is the one. This is the one where he gives me some credit. So he says I have to credit Adam Christensen for this tip. So many episodes, I I can't recall. So I'm guessing this was a while back. On your make, create a note, new note. Press Option Shift K, and that will type the Apple symbol. I made my note the title and the body. Net- I made uh, am I reading this right? No, you know what let me this read thing.
0: this it, it it's i yeah, I think he dictated this adam the tip okay. it, the tip is uh to put a to, to create a text replacement with the Apple logo in it so that you can type the apple logo quickly whenever remember, you are doing something now. you are you yeah now, this, yeah, now that you're here something
1: i did, a, I did a, a while ago yeah so this is using the built-in text replacement so if you go into settings general keyboard text replacement you can click the little plus symbol in the upper right hand corner and you can add text replacements um and so if you can't remember you know the the quick key options for say something like the apple symbol or anything really any symbols you can put those in there. So you can either copy and paste that in from somewhere or just you know type it in or use the text input thing up in the menu bar. But once you have it in there, you can give it any shortcut you like. So it looks like uh, JT was using comma APL. I think I used AAPL, which is the stock symbol for Apple, which I regret. I actually need to change it because <laughs> it ends up too much. <laughs> but you want to find something that you're not probably going to commonly type but that you can easily remember set that up in there and then you have that good to go. I mean, outside of that, you know, I'm a big, I use text expander. So I have a lot of these set up in text expander rather than keyboard, you know, the, the built-in stuff, but the built-in stuff works. It's really good. So, yeah, you know, I I like,
0: I like the built-in stuff for things like this that I'm going to want to type like in text messages and, and, and those things, because on my iPhone, I don't always have the text expander keyboard up, And it's just nice to have this, but of course text expander is way more uh, robust and full featured. And so I use text expander for other things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. The more advanced things. And then if you need them, you can switch the keyboard over there, but for simple little quickie, quickie ones like this. Yep. uh, Another one that I do is um, common typos that I have. So for some reason, every time I type download, I swap the O and the A. So I put the misspelling in there as the key and then it, corrects to the right spelling when i just fumble it
0: you know oh, i like that idea yeah that's good yeah 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 yep yeah
1: yeah it's cool. as good as you know i was gonna say as good as apple likes to think it's uh you know it's text auto correction is we all know it's not great all the time
0: not all the time it is better now i where i'm noticing it being better is when i'm not in an app that's using like not in an Apple app. Like when I'm in in like typing an email in Thunderbird, I miss the predictive text thing that I get when I'm in, you know, messages or, or mail if I happen to be in that on my phone or whatever. So yeah, it, yeah. it has gotten better and I am palpably aware of that on, on, on the regular. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 But that like this Apple thing, I don't, I, I'm sure maybe it's doable. I don't know how to trigger the Apple logo on my iPhone. So I, I love this tip that that JT Ray conveyed of yours because it's like, right, put it in there and then now I can type it wherever I want. So,
1: yeah, does it, I bet you it comes up under one of those press and hold.
0: Keys. I'm sure Whatever. it does. It is maybe
1: okay. If if that's what the normal shortcut is. Oh okay.
0: yeah. It, yeah. So feedback at MacGeekup.com, folks. And, uh, and let us know what, uh how to, how to get there it's not under the k by the way but uh it'll i'm sure i'm sure it's like i don't know yeah i don't know where it is but if you if you do <laughs> feedback at macgeekab.com oh, hold on yeah where, where be,
2: did you say feedback at macgeekab.com?
0: i think i did i i think that's what i said adam I, uh, could
2: you read the banner at the bottom and tell us what it says
1: it says feedback at MacGeekCap.com. Well,
0: there you have it. Then That's that
2: right. settles
1: it. That's it. That's it's on the it internet. It must be true.
0: It's on the internet. It must be true. <laughs> it's time to shut down the internet, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, you want to take us to West before we shut down the internet?
2: Oh, I I can do that. I think uh, West wrote in, and here's this is. Really confusing, Uh, even listening to it, it may be a little confusing, but he writes, Guys, in response to Gab about silence things, I had all my notifications turned off after a restart for the last few days. No idea why. It's happened to me too, Wes, neither do I. He says, I went exploring today and found in settings slash sounds and haptics that haptics was changed to always play instead of play in silent mode. This caused haptics to block all sounds. This frustrated me for two days of missed calls and text. My Apple Watch on my wrist this morning saved me today. Well, and that saved me a few times, too, that my Apple Watch has notified me, um, hey, you've got something, when my phone didn't make any sounds. And it, and it made me change the way my, the, my iPhone and the world is now spinning in the right direction because <laughs> he went in and did this. So here's the thing. When haptics is on always play, you're thinking, well, that's great. That's what I want. I, wanted, I, want, I always want the haptics. Well... Not when your phone isn't silenced. You want sounds. And my understanding is when you have haptics as always play, that that's what you're getting. And so you want to select play in silent
0: mode. Oh,
2: interesting. You want sounds and haptics to play in silent mode. If you have always play, then... Even when your phone is not silenced, you're getting oh. I, you're getting no rings, but you're just getting haptics. I think that's what's happening there, because I think that's what was happening to me. I've I've missed a lot of calls and a lot of notifications, and I thought, well, I must have just goobered my focus.
0: Sure, sure. but Really?
2: So yeah. Mine is Tell set me what your read on that is, Dave.
0: Mine is set to always play, which it says haptics will play when iPhone rings or receives an alert. And then play in silent mode says haptics will play when an iPhone rings or receives an alert while in silent mode. And then there's don't play in silent mode, which would indicate that it's going to play it in regular mode, but not silent mode. And then there's never play. So I think always play. You're still going to get sound. You're just okay. not, you're just not going to get, uh, you would get sound and haptics in, in not silent mode. Okay. I, I believe Okay, I believe. so when your phone
2: is silent, it's going to give you haptics. Unsilenced, you're still going to get haptics, you think?
0: I think so. Okay, yeah. well then you would
2: want it in Always Play because, you know, if it's in your pocket and you're in a loud environment, yeah, exactly. you want it
0: vibrating for you. But i leave my phone in silent mode almost exclusively, so I can't yeah. speak to this. Yeah. I, I, I need to mess with it now. And
2: between that and the focus mode, this gets convoluted very quickly. So, you know, I would have somebody around to text or text and to call you and to do some tests to make sure it's doing what you want in the mode you have chosen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: because it's very easy to trick yourself into not being notified when there's an incoming call. And if you've got an elderly parent or somebody you know needs to reach you, that's a bad way to be. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I believe what Wes said, like, like it's yeah. interesting that changing this from always play to play in silent mode brought his sounds back. That's that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, was,
2: we weren't there and we don't know what all the other settings were interfacing. Well, and so, it could
0: that, it could be just this and that, there, you know, like like we always say on macOS, but it's also true on I, iOS. The settings interface is really just a GUI to changing the entries in plist files, right? Like, I mean, right. I, I may be yeah. oversimplifying it, but that's essentially what's happening, right? This is—you right. could make all these settings changes if you could get to a terminal and 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 manipulate the right files. Of course, on on iPhone, that's not the easiest even, thing to do. Even more difficult, right? Yeah, nearly impossible, right? But that is what's happening. So, and sometimes on the Mac, you know, we say, "Well, just turn the setting off and then on again." And that'll rewrite the preference file and, and oh, often yeah, okay. fixes it. Right. So yeah. is that what happened on iPhone? Like it's, it's it, literally the same construct is happening. So sure. he rewrote the prefs file by changing that setting. And maybe that's the answer. I don't know. What do you think, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean,
1: I agree with, I I fully agree with that theory. I mean, that's, mm. you know. That's the classic, like what we used to do in the old school days on the Mac. It's like go delete the preferences file and relaunch the thing, right? It's it, basically yeah. the same thing on iOS. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, th- so at least my theory holds holds water, whether whether or not it's correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: We'd have to be able to go in on iOS
0: and like check the plist file, I guess. Yeah, we can't do that. That's 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 not happening. <laughs> exactly. That's not how it works. <laughs>
2: Uh, it's, well, well, my, ahead. my big answer to Wes was, you know, this is a dangerous setting to not clearly understand. So I, I go back to my advice, make sure you've got somebody else around and have them call you, have them text you, make sure your settings are coming through as you want.
0: Confirm. Because, yeah. yeah. Trust, but verify. Amen. Yep. Absolutely. Danny has our final quick tip of this week, or at least the final one that we're going to get to because we're taking, uh, we're taking little detours, which is what we do. This is how we learn. Yeah. Yeah, this is how the five new things happen. Uh, Danny says, when I check for app updates on my phone, I often see apps that I don't use or forget I even had. I discovered that you can swipe left on an app from the update page and an option to delete it appears right there. There's no Gosh. need to hunt it down elsewhere. Am I the only one that didn't know this? I'm sure you're not the only one, Danny. I appreciate that you posted about this in our Discord at MacGeekup.com slash Discord because this is something I've been doing Ever since this option came, which I think was iOS 15, it might have been 14, but it's, it, it wasn't there and then it appeared and I was super thankful for exactly the reason you articulate here. And yet, even though I do this multiple times a week, I never thought to mention it in the show. And so, right. Danny, you get all the credit. Thank you, Danny. This one. Yeah. I'm gonna
2: start doing that. Get rid of. I gotta thin my iPhone. Apps. It, it's a
0: great way to thin <laughs> your iPhone, so long as the developers are keeping the apps updated. Well, if it's that. a if it's an app that has gone stale, this is not a way to. That's the one I always it. like.
2: I get a new phone and I go to use the app and it's like, yeah, delete it because uh, it's it's no longer available. Yeah. Like, wait, what? That, I yeah, I like that app. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it worked on my other phone.
0: Yeah. All right, folks, let's dive into a topic that we all deal with on the daily. That's email. It's our lifeline to the world, right? But sometimes it feels like it's more trouble than it's worth. This is where our sponsor Fastmail steps in, revolutionizing our email experience for over two decades. Imagine an email service that's completely ad-free and doesn't track you. That's Fastmail privacy-focused, and user-friendly. Fastmail isn't just about sending and receiving emails. It's about doing it smarter. With masked email, for example, your real email address stays hidden. Scheduled send lets you send emails on your time. And snooze, well, it just helps you deal with emails on your terms. They offer a variety of plans catering to both personal and professional needs. Switching from another email provider is easy as pie. Pumpkin pie. Mmm, after Thanksgiving, I like my pumpkin pie. It's easy as pie with Fastmails import and export tool. I was able to set up my Fastmail to import from my Gmail account, which is what I used previously. This was like five, six years ago. Doesn't matter. It's still just as simple. I set it up, I logged it into my Gmail account and I went to sleep. I woke up the next morning, everything was imported. I've been good to go ever since. And you can set up your email just the way you like with folders, labels, custom swipes, and even themes if you need help. Real human support is just a call or a click away. So if you're in the market for an email provider that's secure, versatile, and respects your privacy, look no further than Fastmail. To find out more, visit Fastmail.com slash MGG and get 10% off your first year. And be sure to follow them on Facebook, X, Mastodon, and LinkedIn Fastmail.com slash MGG where your email experience gets the upgrade it deserves. And our thanks to Fastmail for sponsoring this episode. All right. We got a question from uh old guy in Discord. That's not a derogatory term, I don't think. It's 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 their name. What he calls himself. <laughs> That's right. Yes, exactly. Uh saying uh Santas elves disguised as FedEx couriers, delivered me a 14-inch MacBook Pro running M3. It took a little over six hours to do a Wi-Fi migration from the Air to the Pro, and all the Mac software that I tried so far has moved over seamlessly. Uh, And uh, he says, you know, I went through a couple of other things, haven't tried to install everything yet. Is there any advice that you have from upgrading from my Intel Mac to an Apple Silicon Mac? It all seems good, but is there anything I should look deeper at now that i have made the jump using migration assistant and this is there's i i think there's there's several things here the one that jumps to mind for me is making sure that you are running the apple silicon version of the apps that you just migrated over in theory most of them have been up to date Uh, or been updated and you're running, you know, whether what they call universal binaries now, which have Intel and Apple Silicon in them. But there are some apps for a while. Microsoft edge was this way. You had to either download the Intel version or the Apple Silicon version. It wasn't just a universal thing. I don't, I don't know if they're still doing that, but that was a thing for a little while. Um, And so what, what I recommend is open up activity monitor, go to view and choose all processes to make sure you're seeing everything. Then go to view columns and make sure kind is checked. And then you click on the kind column to sort it. And when you sort it with the carrot pointing down, all of the Intel stuff will appear at the top of the screen. And you get to see what apps of yours are running Intel. And then you can go and look to see if there are if there are apps that fix that. So, yeah, I don't know. That, that, okay. Go ahead, Adam. I was just
1: saying I can confirm the uh that Edge still asks you. Okay. It, I just downloaded it and it asked me, do I want Intel or Apple Silicon?
0: <laughs> I don't yeah, it seems like a bad which one did they guide you towards? Did they say what what did they say in, was most common?
1: In, no, they were both up there. Both okay. buttons. I
0: hadn't like, it. yeah, let me look download because it for a while it was saying that that Intel was most common. I was like, well, is that true anymore?
2: I would think your computer would report what it is and guide you to that, but well, that, that would require actual web development on their end. So. Yeah, but Safari
0: <laughs> masks a lot of that now, oh, Pete. Yeah, that makes for sense for privacy. So. It it has changed, and the Mac with Apple Silicon is listed as the top option, and it doesn't try to guide you in any other way other than that. So that yeah, it's, there were it, just the two options. There was there. just it to used to say report. Mac with Intel processor. You know, and then in parentheses, most common. It's like, uh, okay, sure, yeah. but um, but yeah, try that. I I'm also a big fan. Before I do a migration, and just even on a regular basis, I will go and run Mac Updater on a Mac before I do a migration or or an upgrade, e- even if I'm not putting new hardware in place. Before I do an upgrade, like uh, say on my wife's Mac or something. Before I upgraded her to Sonoma, I ran Mac updater to make sure that I had the up-to-date versions of all the things because, you know, you never know. You never know. I like running that on a regular basis, but, you know, not everybody is as as obsessive about upgrades. Um, Yeah, I'm not as good about that as I should be. Mac updater, man. Like, you know, I don't know. I love it. Makes life so easy. Right. Yeah. 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 That's great. (laughs) Do you run Mac hey, updated? To- Adam? No, I mean,
1: I have um, Clean My Mac X. Yeah. Gotta get this right. <laughs> I always <laughs> wanna say 10. That's wrong. Clean My Mac X, which has a feature like that where you can go in and you can see they have a listing of what apps you yep. have and what's up to date and what's not up to date. So yep. I'll occasionally use that, but you know, most apps ask you these days or tell you these days when you launch the app. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. that Yes. But my thing is, I don't like it when I go to launch an app and it's like, hey, do you want to update right now? It's like, no, I want to run the app right now. That's why I clicked launch, you you know. So that's that's where I love Mac updater, because there are some apps that I only run maybe once a month or even once every couple of months. But when I run them, I want to be running the latest version. But. Often, I'm, I'm, you know, I always run it a pretty fast clip. If I launch the app, it's like, no, I kind of need it like right away. Zoom is a great example. I mean, I, you know, I, I run Zoom often enough that it's going to update itself regularly. But if you're only running Zoom once a month, there's probably been four updates since the last time you ran Zoom. And you might want one of those. I don't know. That's, so that's my. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> at work, at work we, we have to use. We use. Um, this single sign on thing called duo Mm -hmm. and it gets really angry if uh chrome isn't up to date so it will tell you you need to update your chrome Um, like it's it doesn't make you but
0: it yeah it it makes you sorry (laughs) you haven't yes
1: (laughs) and they they update chrome all the time so yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. every other day it's like oh yeah chrome is crazy yeah in terms of the updates yeah for sure yeah so i i don't know i like mac updater it's a um it make it just makes my life easy. So and then I, I'm also a big fan because I of, of running Brew upgrade from my terminal because I run Brew. Actually, even better than Brew upgrade uh, is to first type brew space install space, top grade, and then run top grade because top grade not only upgrades all of your brew packages, but all of your Ruby stuff, it checks for system updates. It, up, it updates like six different things all at once. So geek top grade. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Pete. Yes, I'm here. What do you need? What do you need? <laughs> uh, all right, Adam, you want to uh, take us to lock tutor?
1: Yeah, LockTutor says, is it okay to upgrade to Mac OS Sonoma? I currently have a 2019 27-inch iMac with a 3.1 gigahertz 6-core Intel processor and 64 gigabytes of DDR memory. I have a Ventura 13.5 installed and a 500 gigs of free space on my 1 terabyte drive. I'm wondering if it's safe to upgrade to Sonoma 14.1.1 and if doing so has any benefits. I'm not interested in the shiny new toys like screensavers, widgets, and stickers. I am not a gamer. However... If there are valid reasons, especially regarding enhanced security, I'm willing to do it as long as it doesn't affect my current performance. Also, any gotchas to watch out for? Your advice. So, um, off the top of my yeah, no, you I, go ahead I, because, I, because you're on top, Intel. Off the top of my yeah, off the, off the top of my head, I, I upgraded uh, right away. Um, I would agree. I'm not really interested in any of the new shiny toys, widgets, things. I'm not really using those. I've played around with them, but um, yeah, I just did it because i just like to be on the latest thing and and as far as my research showed there were really no issues and even some i know dave you'll probably talk to this some
0: improvements yeah i i mean there it, it it's an evolution i i am loving sonoma and and of course you know for anybody that's listened for more than a week there's the asterisk of except that it broke all my mail plugins and i had to move to thunderbird to run my mail the way that i want to run it be that as it may, it's been fine. I'm doing fine with that. All the rest of the stuff though, Sonoma has fixed a lot of things including all the core audio stuff that Ventura broke terribly for us. So, and it and it's been running smooth. The only really the only asterisk that's left is coincidentally with all of this, my M1 mini in the office with 16 gigs of RAM seems to run into memory pressure far more regularly than it used to but i know that i am unique in this we have other 16 gig max in the house that don't run into this problem um many of you have reported you have 16 gig max that don't run into this problem so i think it's something about my setup and really what i need to do is just like go through and say well what what am i what what you know maybe run lingon and have it show me all the things that are starting up that I've forgotten about over the years or, or maybe it's time for a new can pave, but I, I think it's, I think it's probably more that than it is, you know, Sonoma as the, as the issue. So, but yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I, I, I recommend it. Have you yet? Have you upgraded yet? Pete? No, that's it's okay. <laughs> it's, you don't have yeah. to you say know, I yes. Have to. Yeah. I,
2: I'm, no, I meant to last week. I really did. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, life got in the way and I just, I just didn't, um, I probably will before I go on this next trip starting this week, but, okay. uh, it, you know, I need to do it. I just, I still like the way my, my mail works and, uh, having to give up, uh, small cube mail, uh, plugins. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's but, things that small cubed has said that, um, a new client is coming th- that, okay. that, embeds that it's a it's a brand new mail client that takes all of their plugins and and makes them part of you know first party right. features and works this works seamlessly
2: client. with their yeah
0: okay. the question is what will the user experience of that client be and uh as far as I know, anyone who might have had any user experience is been has been asked not to talk about it yet. That's as far as I know, okay. So that's all I can say. But let, let's just say I remain hopeful that uh, Mail Maven might well be a, a good option, you know, down the road. A couple of months probably is what my guess is the yeah. release cycle. So, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll, g- we'll get through
0: it. And the, you know. Yeah. I,
2: I, I've been okay with Thunderbird, too. To it, so. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, you know, the interesting thing is with all mail on IMAP and all of that now changing mail clients, I don't want to say it's trivial, because if you've got a lot of mail to sync, it will take some time. And then you got to set up all your signatures. And so there is there is time that you must invest but it is doable and you can run two mail clients in parallel with each other. So Pete, like for you, Fair enough, yeah. it, you know, if your only holdup is needing to auto CC for our Mac geek stuff, you could compartmentalize that to Thunderbird and just use Apple mail for everything else. Yep. And, and it's all going a bad be idea. Fu- I'm I know not louder.
2: Sorry. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, no, this, this, it's not a bad idea. Um, and I, mm. I probably should move in that direction, and then uh, and and it would be cleaner for me as well because now I'm up to five different email accounts I'm managing in the Mail client. Yep. And it, as nice as it is to have it all in one place, it makes it very convoluted when I'm looking for something in the sent mailbox from this mail address and not that mail address. And yeah, and yeah, I know it can do a global search, but that really convolutes.
0: And then it, yeah, sometimes you want a very specific search. Yeah, and yeah. Mail can do that yeah. too, but. Sure. Truly compartmentalizing it by breaking it out into different clients. I, like it is all doable as I've been testing different mail clients over the last mm-hmm. few months. It's like, oh, yeah. Like if I want to go test, if I bothered to set one up, I can just even though it's even if it's been a month since I've launched it, I just launch it again and it syncs up and everything's there. It's like, oh, yeah, it's it doesn't mess with what I'm doing elsewhere. You know, the world is different than it was when we were running Eudora a hundred years ago with pop (laughs) accounts where if it downloaded into one mail client, it didn't make it to any of the others. And heaven forbid you wanted to run, you know, multiple instances of uh, mail on multiple computers. That just wasn't a thing. Yeah.
2: And my wife tried to set up a mail account. She has a mail account at work for her travel agency. And, she was trying to set one up the other day as pop, but I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> you, you know, you'll never find what you're looking for. Yes. Your phone will grab it and your computer will never see it. And yeah. No, IMAP is the way to go.
0: So, so yeah, I've been, I've been really happy with Sonoma. So uh, you you okay. too, Adam, even on Intel, Sonoma's okay.
1: Oh yeah. It's been great. Yeah. Right. I I mean, I saw basically no change at all to my daily sort of stuff. So whatever improvements I have, I guess I have, but uh, really the only noticeable thing is like when I'm doing audio stuff, that new little, you know, icon that shows if your mic is on or you know, up in the menu bar, that's probably the the biggest visual change that I've really seen. Yeah. So, Cause I'm not using the widgets or anything like that. I screen screensavers are kind of nice. And
0: Hey, remember before know, the show, Adam, things? you couldn't get your camera to work in Chrome. Yep. And we were talking about, I wonder where the spots are to turn off camera access and and we decided it was only in system settings privacy, There mm-hmm. there is one other place in Sonoma to do that because when it, something's asking for the camera, the little camera icon appears on the top of the screen, so that might have been yep. it. I don't know.
1: It wasn't showing up there, so it wasn't definitely oh. not being recognized. It
0: wasn't even, okay, so it wasn't even attempting. Gosh, that's so weird. Yep. All right. Well, at least Edge worked. So, yeah. All right. Andrew's got a question, Pete. Andrew says, uh, Last week, I took two calls on my Apple Powerbeats Pro. I use these for exercise primarily. Both callers said my voice was unintelligible, so I switched to speaker. I thought I may have some, uh, oh, now, now Notes is Cruft. yelling at me, Cruft near yeah. the mic. Why can't I see? This is driving me crazy. I just, I want to see the other. it's has
2: got to pull it down. He thought he had schmutz in the mic. It's a technical term.
0: <laughs> yeah. You are editing this in not, no, notes is not letting me see the second page without doing all sorts of convoluted things. But I'm I doing it. it. Open, I'm there now. I'm
2: not editing it, I swear. Anyway, he says uh
0: <laughs> he says so I well, but that's the thing, is because you have it open it's oh, okay. not it it, it you thinks go. you're editing it.
2: Yeah. Ends up, anyway,
0: out. no, it's it's fine. He says <laughs> yeah. uh I thought I may have had cruft on the mic. Then I did a test on my 12, iPhone 12 mini. I have two lines. So I rang the line, uh, one line to the other and left a voicemail for myself. I listened back and yes, it sounded like I was head first down somewhere near the S bend. I'm not sure what that must be an Australian term or a New Zealand term. <laughs> no, that's toilet thing. Oh, all right. It's just a plumber's term that I've never heard before. Ah, heads up down near the S bend. I like this. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. See, We learn five new things. We have no idea what those five things are going to be. I then found an app to record audio directly from the headset mic on my phone. And the app confirmed that it was using the Bluetooth headphones and the microphone. The audio quality was much better on this. So I want to play these recordings that Andrew talked about here. And we can be judges for ourselves on this. And then we can have a little conversation about it. So, oh, wait, this first one is direct from the microphone, we get a background. Okay, this is a test using my
2: uh, Bluetooth uh, headphones on the app, rather than via the telephone network, just to see uh, what the quality of the sound is like.
0: All right, so that's the uh, that's that's direct, as he said. And now here's the voicemail. Okay, and this is a test over the telephone network to see what it's like going from one phone system. Well, using the Bluetooth microphone, it does sound like his head's down around by the S Bend, doesn't it, Adam? <laughs> a little bit. I—I <laughs> uh, I mean, like this is so. Even listening to the first one, I knew that we were dealing with a mic that doesn't have the greatest quality, right? Because you can hear it warbling and and such. Nearly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is a test right? of using my uh, Bluetooth uh, headphones yeah on the app. So, it's really warbly. The phone system is uh the default phone system yeah. has full 8K worth of bandwidth. Uh, right. Uh, right? And so it has to compress the audio And we're not talking digital compression, although that also happens in today's phone system. But even just to get it down to 8K, the audio needs to be compressed and limited. And what that generally meant was just roll off all the high end and all the low end, get that mid-range where the voice lives, and that's all you get. Yeah. But his audio wasn't great to be... There wasn't anything good there in that range. And so when you chop off especially the high end there's nothing left to to in, in those you know sibilance frequencies to be intelligible for speech and so th- like it doesn't surprise me this is not a good headset might be great for listening to not a good headset for yeah calls. that
2: and that was my answer to him and i you know in my uh, perfectly tactful pilot mannerisms, i i said <laughs> you know you the those sound the microphone is going to sound adequate at best and certainly over the the pots, the plain old telephone system, it it's it's just not working for you. Um, he says he uses them during exercise. Quit exercising, Andrew, and you'll be fine. Just,
0: uh, <laughs> well, my guess is that <laughs> my guess is that they they like the the audio to them into the speakers. I bet they sound great. Sounds great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
2: So uh, there are great other options out there. I've had actually fairly good luck with the AirPods Pro. Those are, yeah. those are really nice
0: microphones. They've got good noise canceling in them. The, the uh, AirPods, all of the AirPods, yeah. including the OG AirPods, have been the best sounding telephone headsets I've ever used. Yeah.
2: And for yeah. microphone, especially. Yes. Out, your outbound sound. Yeah. Um, you although I will st- tell you this, if you're doing any crinkling of any plastic or paper, well, you're talking on the phone to somebody. It drives them nuts. It's like, what are you doing? Are you,
0: like, so you're saying if you want to get off the phone, just start yeah, crinkling plastic Just start paper. crinkling
2: paper and plastic. Yeah, that's yeah, a good idea. Absolutely. That's a great so, idea.
0: Uh, I, wish I, I wish I had some here to crinkle yeah, so that I could do that I, for you guys because I'm really I'm trying to get out of here. But no, it's
2: sadly, I just don't think that... Uh, there's any, like you, you already covered it, Dave. There, I don't think there's any hope for the microphone in no. the Powerbeats Pro no. that he's got.
0: But, but I loved his troubleshooting here. Like yes. t- test it, yeah. you know, isolate, test, and, and uh, it made it immediately obvious. It was like, okay, yeah, th- this is not, there's nothing, there's no there, there. There's no good sound there. You know, in audio, we always talk about, you know, there's, there's the joke, fix it in post, fix it in post, right? You can yeah. EQ and fix. And with some of the tech that's out there now. There's a Lee lot Wilbur. of amazing things. However,
2: Wilburry's got their name.
0: However, if you can fix it at the source, it's even better. What's the fun yeah. of that? <laughs> Any thoughts on this, Adam? Before we, uh, what do, what are your uh, favorite? My only thought on this yes. is like the. Oh, I like
1: my AirPods Pro for sure. Yeah, yeah. Fabulous. Um, but I mean, do we know where the mics on this are? If he's been using them for exercise and how how old are they? You know, how long has he been using them? Is it possible the mics just became got moisture in them and it just have degraded or become damaged over time or
0: Oh, that's a really good question. Or yeah, is or is it obscured by some I mean, we don't you know, we heard audio. We don't know. Maybe Andrew has like long bushy curly hair and it's covering over wherever the microphone is too, right? Like that Yeah. He did say
2: he got in and made sure there wasn't any cruft down in the microphone holes. Yeah, I'm thinking just like the mic got physically, but yeah, physically damaged damaged. beyond the membrane or something. Yeah. Yeah, because that because that was particularly bad. I'm sorry, Andrew. It just was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just bad. I and and this is a like it is a great way to test things. Whenever we're testing new. Uh, you know earbuds here whatever if they are earbuds that are to be used for calls in addition to music we'll always make a call with them and it's like oh yeah this sounds terrible okay great well we'll let you know we'll either let you know that or it doesn't make the cut for a cool stuff found segment because we we don't have a lot of time you know we're always we have more things to tell you about than we have time to tell you so um so we we generally cut out the stuff we don't like (laughs)
1: You don't want to start mediocre stuff found. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Meh stuff found. <laughs> Next yeah. on Mac Geekab. Yeah, that's
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> so so Dave, well, that goes back to something you I you covered it on cool stuff found sometime back. It was the JBL Tour Pro Two yeah. or Tour Pro 3. Yeah. I mean.
0: Th- those sound great with calls. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And I
2: believe are they cheaper than the
0: AirPod AirPods? They are. And they and I what I really like about those is they have the case has a screen on it, a touchscreen that yeah. you can change all the options it, with AirPods. You have to like dig into the control center on your phone and dig around. No way to
2: squeeze and hold, tap twice, right. hold your tongue out the right side of your mouth and close your left eye. Yeah.
0: Oh, is that them? Ah, that's the maneuver. I keep forgetting yeah. to close my, I always yeah, close right. my right eye. Yeah. <laughs> dang it. There you go. Dang it. Uh, one last question Dallas had for us. He says, I play audio on my phone regularly and I often use a dongle so that I can plug it into speakers and amplify it. Every time I start playing a song, it fades in. Why is that? Is there a way to get it to just start playing at the beginning of the song? And the answer, Dallas, is very simple. No. Uh, and 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 that is the answer. The reason is that there's a DAC in your dongle. That it's not just it, it's not just it's a DAC, a digital <laughs> to analog converter. There's a DAC right. in your dongle. And the only and if it's, that
2: ain't a show title, I don't know what <laughs>
0: <is>. <laughs> There may be a reason that I included this in today's episode. Yes. Um Yeah. No, my friend Dallas asked me this yesterday. We were having a rehearsal and he's like, Why is this? And I I like that's exactly why. And he's like, Oh, this makes sense. So Your phone doesn't have an analog audio out. It has a digital. I mean, it does have analog audio out in the speakers, right? That's so the phone has a DAC in it for sure. But your dongle that goes from your lightning or USB-C to, uh, you know, mini 8th headphone jack or whatever it is you're going out to also has a DAC in it. And that DAC powers down when it's not being used. So as not to overuse your battery and then. When you start playing, it says, "Ah, oh, gotta wake up," and it does wake up. But it wakes up when it starts getting audio sent through it, and so it misses the it does it doesn't miss the audio. You miss the audio because the DAC is powering up, and that's just the way it is. I, I think I like. Have have you guys have you guys experienced anything different?
1: I have. I not. like to live life dongle free.
0: <laughs> well. Uh, yeah. That's does that world even exist these days? I don't know.
1: (laughs) No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. I try to as much as possible. Yeah, I'm wireless. Wireless on most things these days. I think the way Steve Jobs always wanted it.
0: You know, well, he wanted one wire. Well, one wire to our Macs, and it's a shame that he never got to experience what we see now with USB C. Because, man, like it's it is. It's you get one one wire to your Mac, and then everything else can feed off of that, including power. And it's great. And he went like, there were so many different like iterations of crazy things that Apple invented to make that work um, in a sort of jury rigged way. But, you know. Yeah. USB-C solves that. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Where are we right. here? We've got we've got a little time. I want to, as always, I want to take a minute and thank everybody whose contributions have come in for our Mac premium program in the last week or so here. I guess it's been a little over a week since we've recorded. Uh, and so just thank you so much for this. You can learn more about it at com slash premium. This is a program we set up for you when some of you asked if there was a way you could contribute to the show and support us directly and so the the answer is yes it is not mandatory it's absolutely um, uh, optional it is up to you so if you can and if you want to macgeekup.com premium is the way to do that and in the last week we have had contributions from ten dollar contributions from jeff in chesterton James in Amity Harbor, Joseph in Marietta, Paul in Lawrenceville, Stephen in Plainfield, Gary in Babylon, Jonathan in Plainsboro, Plainsboro. I got that right. Yep. Uh, John in Vienna. Stephen in Costa Mesa, uh, James in Melbourne and Olga in Bellevue. So thanks to uh, and oh, and Robert in Columbiana. That's ten dollar contributions from all of you. Thank you. $25 $25 contributions thanks to Monroe in Morgantown, Tim in St. Augustine, Stephen in Columpton. Col- Col- Let me try this one more time. Stephen in Columpton. I think that's right. I'm sure I said it with the wrong accent. My apologies. Brent in Philadelphia, Michael in Attleboro, Peter in Oslo, and uh, someone whose first name I don't have in Orlando. Oh, someone, Mr. or Mrs. Person X. In Orlando. So thanks to all of you. And then uh, I believe there was one $30 contribution from Rob in Sodom uh, And thanks to you very much for that. At slash premium is where you're going to go. And uh, you all rock. Thank you. There are many Indeed. ways to support the show. That's one of them. Really listening to the show, interacting, sending in your questions. But truly listening is where it starts. And we thank all of you for, for doing that. It's absolutely amazing. All right. Uh, Pete, you want to take us to uh, mediocre, I mean, cool stuff found? <laughs> yeah, mostly cool stuff.
2: Yeah. Oh, this, so this one, uh, I got this for a Christmas gift years ago, and it's it's one of the I know gave it to me when she gave it to me, all that good stuff. It is a great one. It's the AirFly by 12 South. And it essentially, it allows you to take your eighth-inch jack and plug it into... AirFly, hence you know the audio jack on an airplane, so that you can watch video over Bluetooth. So when you're sitting on the aisle and the guy in the window seat needs to get up, you don't have to unplug your cord, so he trips over it and that sort of thing. So you, it's, it, speaking of dongle-free, sorry, there's a little dongle that you plug in, and it Bluetooth connects to your AirPods or whatever other Bluetooth headset you have, and you can listen to audio cord-free on the airplane. Careful not to donate it to the airplane mm. back gods. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, AirFly by 12 South. Um, I absolutely love mine. I have the original. I don't have this uh, this new one uh, that allows you to actually share. So you and Lisa flying together can both watch the same movie and listen to the audio.
0: Yeah, that's the AirFly Duo uh, yeah. allows for that. That's pretty cool. And then there's the AirFly Pro. Which adds the ability to stream music from your phone to like an AUX or something. Okay, yep, yep. yep. Yeah. And then there is the AirFly Pro Deluxe. Oh, and uh-huh. that comes with the that weird like split it out into two uh, oh, mono right, jacks right, right, for the, the old yeah, style the, airplanes.
2: The, some of them are still using the two, the, yep. you know, left and right. jacks exactly. Instead of the instead of the normal. And it comes with a little case jack. too. Yeah. But um, huh. put it back into one jack like God meant it to be. That's
0: right. <laughs> yeah. So the AirFly Pro, I guess, is is bi-directional. Is okay. is as I'm as yeah. I'm understanding it. The um, what I would like, and uh, I'll make sure the folks at Twelve South hear this. To to your point, Pete, of donating these to the airlines because I have donated at least one of these uh to someone on the next flight after mine or or perhaps to a flight attendant who or or part of the the cabin crew who was going through and and checking for such things but uh i they come in two colors right now black and white i would like to have it red and and white striped or something very very obvious right. or what, yeah. What would be the other way to do? Oh, well, maybe putting an air tag on it. Well, by the time you got that notification, you're off the plane. Um, but something. Yeah.
2: yeah. I always try to find. I, I I call it a hook, some kind of a memory hook that. Yeah. Uh, and and it's it could be something as simple as leaving the top zipper of your backpack open, so that when you pick your backpack up to leave, uh, you go, oh, it's not been. Yep. It it's not been closed or or some other. Some some other way to mem- remember that you've got that thing plugged into the seat back, uh, and you don't want to donate a fifty dollar item.
0: To- I totally have <laughs> it for you, Pete. Get a, a red marker. Okay. Okay. Go into the. You're gonna need a mirror for this, so you're gonna have to go yeah. into the 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 lav and right mm-hmm. on your face. Remind me to get my air uh, my air my Airfly, and then other people on the plane. We'll happily remind you as you're getting up to get your air fly. Perfect. Dave, that's great. I'm just, follow (laughs) me for more subscribe now for more helpful tips like this. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Let's see what's next here. I know, I know somebody's next. Rob Rod is next. Rod tells us about a very cool thing called draftable. I had never heard of this, which is uh, why I think it's so cool. But, but I think I, now that I'm going to start using it, I'll, I'll think it's even cooler. Um, he says, I've used Draftable to compare PDF documents, and I've been using it for years. He said, just this week, I had a business insurance policy that was being renewed for next year. I took the PDF from last year's policy and compared it to the PDF from this year's policy and found one critical difference in a 20 page PDF. Two of the business owners reviewed the document and did not catch this change. Had we not run it through Draftable, it may have gotten signed as is. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Have you guys ever heard about this Draftable? Uh, it's, this is, I I had not. That, nope. that sounds awesome. I know. Yeah. This is uh, what a great little thing because I you know I I talk about how I use BB Edit or BB Diff really from the command line. Uh, often to compare like text files, but it, it like PDFs, no, you know, unless you yeah. copy all the text from it, but then formatting is going to make it act like there were changes that there weren't, you, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah.
2: And I've always used Delta Walker to compare files in a given folder mm-hmm. or, or, you know, volumes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh,
2: but never, I never realized you could get as granular as
0: <sighs> It's crazy, man. Yeah. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Do you have any cool stuff found, Adam, or should I keep trucking along with? uh... I do actually. I do have
1: something. I threw it in here last minute. Okay. Um, It is. I mentioned earlier that I am currently doing a play. Yeah. And obviously, to do that, you need to learn lines, and you know, I don't always have family members around or people to help me out with those. So I had gone looking for a relatively affordable uh, tool to learn my lines with and i found this one from a company called manic pixel called scene study unfortunately it's only an iphone app or maybe fortunately i don't know i use it on my iphone okay Uh, you can load it on an ipad but it does that weird you know tiny thing uh but what's cool about it is that you can record the lines into it and you can set up a set up a play or what you're working on and then you can break it into the individual scenes and then you basically just read the parts. It records it through the audio, you know, if you use your AirPods or whatever. You just record all the lines in there. And then when you come back to rehearse it, it gives you the option to have that line played and then your line silenced or you could read along with it or whatever. And so you just put all the parts in there and get people to put the parts in there and it just makes... Rehearsing, super, super easy. I mean, it's really simple. It's not like a complicated app. Yeah. That was another thing I was looking for. A lot of these get, there's, you know, some higher end ones that are more expensive, but for what I need, you know, community theater, this is, this works out great.
0: That's great. And so, what it, is it, it? Is it free or did it cost you something? Nominal? I think it's
1: like two ninety nine or Perfect. something like that. Huh? I That's pretty say,
0: cool. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Three
1: bucks. Three bucks. So. All
0: right. That's great. Wow.
1: Yeah. A lot oh. of the more professional, I have more professional ones, but you know those are either a subscription, sure, you know, sure, forty, fifty bucks a year. Which, yeah. if you need that, those are great too. But yeah, this was—I just needed something simple to help me learn my lines.
0: That's cool, huh? Cool, ha, and 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 it helped. Like you were able to, like it. Like, oh yeah, yeah it's yeah.
1: It, it's absolutely great. Yeah, like I said, because you can silence your part, and so you know, you big part of learning the lines is knowing the line. Before yours, right? Right, so you right. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. Because
0: it's a right, yeah, yeah. I've, 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 I've never put myself in a position where I have to learn lines. Um, I, I'm in positions all the time where I have to learn music, and I suppose it's very similar. But I've watched people, you know, they know their lines based on the lines of the person before them, and if they don't yeah. hear that, if that line screwed up, that could then be disastrous. Then the next one, yeah. Like with music, the best way is if you know everyone's parts so you know if that guy screwed up that's fine they know if you screwed up that's fine but you know how to cover for each other when you know what each other should be doing Um, exactly yeah and obviously that's the goal with certainly with with stage acting too is to get to the point where everybody knows everybody's parts and and can cover when there's those problems but when you're doing your you know opening night by but usually by opening night you don't have everything you don't everybody everybody else's parts memorized yet (laughs) Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, another cool little tool from listener Rich this time. Somebody was asking in our Discord, Todd asked if anybody knew of a good app that used AI or machine learning pattern recognition to fix slightly fuzzy photos. And sure enough, Rich told us about Sharpen AI, which is built to do exactly this it is an AI powered image sharpener. You can try it for free on their website or you can buy it for 80 bucks. So it's not cheap, uh, but it's, you know, probably worth what they, uh, what uh, rich, rich certainly confirms that it's worth what, you would pay for it to really sharpen those those images. and
2: uh. I wonder if it works on webcams during live streaming of a podcast.
0: <laughs>
2: <day>. <laughs> okay, little inside joke there. Dave was having trouble with the focus on his cam about yeah. 10 to 15 minutes yeah, ago. It, it just, would not focus for him. No,
0: it wouldn't. <laughs> I finally had to just switch to a different lens and then come back, and then it was fine. Yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah, what do I do to trigger my kingdom for a button to trigger autofocus? Yeah.
2: Right. I thought yeah. you were looking like Lucille Ball in Mame when she was 75 years old, <laughs> trying to make herself look a little younger back in the 70s. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, they didn't airbrush my face, man. It was just... Yeah. Uh, that was
1: the- 30s soft focus technique yeah just smear some vaseline on the lens
0: that's right yeah well that's what i started wondering because i like as you guys were talking i'd put my hand up to the lens to try and like you know get it to realize that something because that's what caused it i thought was i lifted my hand up and it focused on that and then never never came back around but um i couldn't get it to do it but it wasn't vaseline i didn't i didn't over vaseline (laughs) the lens so sharpen ai sharpen ai Yeah, yeah 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 Um, I found uh, I'm you know I'm a big fan of these three-in-one chargers where you get your phone charging magnetically, your watch charging, and then a, ba- a charger in the base for um, a uh, you know for like AirPods or another phone or whatever. I saw a new one of these. It is truly MagSafe, which means you're paying the Apple tax, so it's 150 bucks, like they all are. Uh, but this one's from our friends at Mophie. And it is their three-in-one extendable stand for iPhones. So, yes, it is a three-in-one. It's got your truly MagSafe charger for your phone, your fast charger for the Apple Watch, and then a base charger for uh, whatever you want it to be. AirPods is the general thing. But what's cool is the top of it is extendable. And you can extend it from uh, about seven and a half inches where your phone sits from the base all the way up to sixteen inches, which can be really handy if you are using your phone as like a webcam or something like that. Getting it up to face level can make a pretty big difference. So this is uh, one of those interesting things that may be better on a desk than, say, a bedside table, so that you can really take advantage of the uh, the extendable option, which is uh, it's pretty cool. It's it's a and it and what's what impressed me about this when I first used it. Was I just grabbed it and like lift it up and it lifted up without the base coming, you know, jumping off the table. But it's not so heavy that it's ridiculous. So they found that perfect weight balance to where it holds itself wherever you put it. And you don't have to like mess with uh, with, you know, the thing jumping all around when you're trying to adjust it. So very well designed, which is not a great surprise. The people at Mophie slash Zag, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yep. And Zag, speaking of, they offer you 20% off your first order. They're one of those websites where you go there and it's like, hey, do you like saving money? Give us your email address and you get 20% off your first order. So this could be your first order and saving 20% off of the $150 price might be the best way to get it. Because at least at this moment, Amazon doesn't have any deals on this. So you're paying 150 bucks there. Well, 149.95, but you know, kind of how it goes. So nice little Christmas gift for uh, someone that, uh, that might or might not need it. You got our next one up for us, Pete here in cool stuff found Do
2: and this is uh, for people who are trying to figure out, you know, I want to do something thoughtful for somebody for Christmas, but I, you know, they're just so hard to buy for everything. They, you know, maybe they buy for themselves, everything they want, or I just don't know what to get them. So, uh, this comes from a, a company called RobbinsBirdBrainDesigns.com. and in this case I'm holding up a, a for those watching on video but it's it's a little custom slate coaster that is uh, uh in this case it has my uh it has an airspeed indicator on it it's laser engraved on That's a slate awesome. coaster with my tail number on it so, but you know, you could have a, fr- a sorority or a fraternity, or you know, I don't know, Knights of Columbus, or whatever group you may belong to, or your company. You put, you logo. you could put
0: the Mac Geek Gab logo on there.
2: You could put the Mac Geek Gab logo logo on those, <laughs> yeah. and you know, some names and you know, squadrons and call signs is what we're using a lot for over at my other show. Yeah, sure. That uh, so that's a way to give somebody a thoughtful gift that's personalized to them. But she doesn't only do those things; she does all kinds of laser engraved things. One of the cool things that I saw over there was uh, taking a child, a child had drawn a dinosaur. How do you say driven? Drawn a dinosaur, past tense. And they took that design and put it in, made a digital image of it, and then put it onto a clear lucite thing that then mounted into a nightlight. So the child had his dinosaur on his nightlight in his room. Yep. That's really Those cool. are the kind of things that they'll do. So, yeah, so the, the coasters and such are at, at robinsbirdbraindesigns.com. And then the other link in the show notes is bit.ly slash robinsetsy. Got it. And bit, bit.ly slash robinsetsy. And that's reach out to Robin's Bird Brain Designs through that link. They have all kinds of cool laser etched, laser engraved items that will help you personalize that gift for somebody this, this holiday season. And she asked that you get your orders in by December 15th. So time's a wasting.
0: Yeah. Well, you got some time. Yeah. 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 Got 11
2: yeah. days from the time this hits the streets to get it.
0: Absolutely. So. And I did it. And then I, I noticed that I did it, Pete. And then, and then I noticed that you did it too. And I was going to correct myself, but, but you jumped ahead of me. Uh, I, I said for Christmas gifts, as you did, Pete, it's really obviously holiday yeah. gifts of any kind. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Speaking Birthday gifts, even because yes. we have three birthdays in two weeks between Christmas and New Year's. Yes,
0: we do, too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, it is. Yeah. Because
2: it wasn't busy enough with two major holidays.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got anything to add to that, Adam, before we uh, move on to the next thing? No, no.
1: That laser engraving stuff is great. Um I don't know if she does these or not, but uh, it was really nice when we moved because we moved a year ago or- Almost two years ago now, here to South Dakota, and our real estate agent when we closed gave us a laser engraved uh, cutting board with the state of the, the shape of South Dakota on it, which was kind of nice.
0: That's really as nice. a little that's welcome. cool. That's a yeah. great
1: yeah.
2: If you're a real estate agent, something like that. I like, yeah. yeah. So we still use
1: it. It's in our kitchen now. So yeah, that's awesome. Think of a personalized a, gifts are a great idea. Always a great idea. I think. Yeah. Yep.
0: I'm sure you've put some thought into it.
2: Yeah. Not just gone out and bought a gift card. Yeah. Here's some cash.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But if, if you want to get me, but if you want to give
2: me gift cards, that's right. That's (laughs) pilot. P. The
0: That's the thing about gift cards is like, as long as you pick a card for a place that the person will use, they are often extremely well received. Like it seems like, and it is a last minute sort of, or maybe not even last minute, like a punt on, I don't know what to get you. So here's this. But I like I don't know anybody that's ever upset about getting a gift card either. So you know that's yeah. true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Fair know. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, speaking of holiday season and and this show coming out December fourth, uh, we're smack dab in the uh, in the thick of it now. I, I wanted to talk about a few different uh, smart home things that I am having fun with this holiday season in terms of lights. Uh, the first are strip lights. I I have strip lights from uh, G- the GE, yeah that's right. So these are this is well, a what's going on in your house it's a family show. Dave. This is these are strip lights. Oh, Adam. not stripper. That's okay. right. Oh. Yeah, this is a strip of lights. And what's cool about it is I put them across our mantle, and I started having them do holiday colors or whatever. And I I got an eighty-four inch strip of lights, so it like fits perfectly on our mantle. And of course, they're all smart home controllable, and you can have it, you know do different patterns. These GE sync lights are very cool. And, uh, and it, it just, I have it on the very back of our mantle. So it kind of backlights all the other like trinkets and tchotchkes and all the other things that we put on the mantle. It, as soon as I put it on there, Lisa was like, you know, that that's going to stay year round. We're just going to change the colors. I'm like, absolutely had the same thought. There you go. Yep. And for those of you watching that have, have watched the video. If you're watching now, or if you have ever watched the video of this, certainly over the last year, I have a light strip behind me. Uh, It is the, I have the Eve light strips behind me. These are the things that make the purple wall behind me even more purple. Uh, It, it is a purple wall, but I have the light set to purple. And so it gives this nice sort of backlit hue to things, uh, which helps with the whole three point lighting uh, thing that's going on. But, but there's a lot of different places where you can use these light strips uh, some of them are available for outdoors. Most of them, you can extend them just by buying more light strips so you can have a lot of fun with it. And they're like super flexible. They all come with uh, like uh, adhesive backing so you can stick them to things. I didn't even have to stick them to our mantle. I just kind of flattened it out and put it there and laid it across. And it's fine. I did the same on the the table behind me. So, uh, so. And- Go ahead, Pete. Yes.
2: I'll, say, I'll tell you what, what I did with the set that I have. Yeah. I, I now have under cabinet lighting in the kitchen.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so that
2: makes a beautiful little nightlight. It's an accent light, but a nightlight. And a great for, idea. you know, how cheap is that? They That used to cost you, you know, that's a thousand dollar option to put lights under your cabinet when you put your cabinets in.
0: Trust me, we just did our kitchen and they were like, <laughs> do you want to do this for a thousand dollars? I was like, no. No. No, I'll oh. do it for $48. I'll do it for Yeah, exactly, and I'll have all the colors I want forever. Yeah. But yeah Thank you very much. But thanks much. for asking. But thanks for asking. Yeah, man, it's, God, it's crazy. Uh the next thing that's really fun, we put these on our tree is the twinkly lights. Uh these things, you can put them on anything. They are just it's a strip. What we have is a a a double strip of these things. They are Wi-Fi connected. You put them anywhere. Um, I, I, we, like I said, we, we put them on our tree. Bob Levitas famously did this whole like board that he like created holes for him and, and put them in. The cool part about it is put the lights on your tree, get coverage. Then you use your phone to scan the camera in your phone with their app, scans the tree and builds its own map of your lights. And then you can have shapes and patterns and all of that. Going across whatever shape and surface you put these on your tree, your some board on a wall, it doesn't matter. And uh, and you can have all kinds of fun effects going because it knows how to draw in different you know portions like there's a whole thing where you can have the Batman logo on your christmas tree and like all kinds of fun stuff
2: so, I, one of the cool ones i saw was uh, somebody just you know did red and white lights and did a candy cane and then it moved Absolutely. You know, yeah i have can, the, like a barber pole strap on it
0: exactly the barber pole on the on the christmas tree is is one of the things we have it's cool it's wow. really really cool yeah it it's it's one of the coolest things i we pa- we pack our twinkly lights away with the tree every year so that when mm-hmm. we pull them out, we, f- we forget about them. And it's like, Oh wait, the twinkly lights. It's like, yes, we can put the twinkly lights on the tree. We can all get excited yeah. about, it. you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun.
1: Um, I like that. I like that shot in the, in the, with them just hanging on the curtain rod. That would be really cool and look really yes. great. Probably from outside. Yep. You know? Yep.
2: Yeah. They, they, they do come in different form factors. There's like the icicle lights and all that. Yeah, well. That's
0: right. They but, do have icicle yeah. lights too. Now with the twinklies. Yeah. Yeah, they're worth checking out. It's fun. It, it really, you know, it's a fun way to to do things. They're I am. Um, what's that? They're, they're not cheap. No, it's one hundred and twenty-eight bucks. you, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know. Cool stuff found is expensive. But if you
2: go to, yeah, you sure own it on Amazon. But they, I know. I'm, I've gone to their website, yeah. and there's actually a little thing going. You know, how how tall is your tree? Yeah. How much coverage do you want? Light, medium, thick. You know, and it, it recommends what their product to give you best what you want. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Website. That's at so. twinkly.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah, they've got all kinds of cool ones. Yeah, it's fun. And you can get 10% off if you go to twinkly.com just for sharing your email address. You can share your email address with us too, folks, and uh, and it won't get you anything. You won't save anything, but you will get the show notes with links to all the things that we're mentioning delivered straight to your email every week when the episodes come out. The next fun thing that I did with lights is these lumery they're, um, landscape lighting I took these, we we just did a a patio last year and it sort of backs up to the woods behind our house. And I set these landscape lights up to just aim away from the patio into the woods. There's six of them. And again, they're LED multicolor and ridiculously bright 3000 lumens, right? Like these things are like spotlights. I have them going every night now and it's not just going to be for Christmas time. Uh, I like having the trees behind the house lit up with this hue while we're like while we're sitting in the hot tub or even just from in the house looking out the back window. It is so cool to see this multicolored sort of pattern just happening on the trees. But you could also aim these at like, you know, um, your, your landscaping, like if you have like shrubs next to a walk or whatever and you want to light those up in this way. These are cool. Also not not inexpensive. They're 250 on Amazon for the 6-pack, but there's a $50 coupon on Amazon and a 10% promo code on Amazon at least right now. So, that's the link I'll put in the show notes for all of you. And um you know I love to do this every year, so I'm going to do it. Um I love a really bright I I was a Were you guys fans of the X-Files? Did you watch the X-Files, Adam?
1: Oh yeah. Okay, for sure. I haven't watched it in years, but I'd love to go back and rewatch it for sure.
0: Did you watch the X Files, Pete?
1: I, I did, yeah. Okay, well, it's been a long time.
0: It, the, one of the things that impressed me in the very first episode, and it remained consistent throughout the series, was how they could be in the dark somewhere and they would turn on their flashlight, and it was like they brought in like stadium lighting that emanated <laughs> from the tip of their flashlight, folks. You can now have this. And uh, and my, my suggestion for this year comes from a company called Olight. And they have all kinds of different lights. And all of them are ridiculously bright. Like so ridiculous. It's crazy. We had some hunters actually in the woods behind our house a couple of weeks ago. And it was after dark. They were being kind of sketchy. It was like sort of weird. I was trying to talk to them. And so I just lit this light up. And it lit up not just the hunters in the woods, but like, and they weren't, they weren't shooting. You can't shoot a gun after dark here in, in uh, New Hampshire for hunting. Yeah, you can. Well, <laughs> not for hunting. It, it's against the, not the legally. correct. Uh, but it, they, they were, they were out like finishing up or whatever, but it, they were being kind of sketchy because they were staying in the same area and it didn't make sense. So I wanted to light them up. I used this little flashlight. It lit up like the entirety of the woods fr- behind my house. Uh, it crazy 4,600 lumens in this tiny little flashlight. It's going to be 140 bucks. Um, but it's from Olight. Yeah. And it is what it's rechargeable with USB-C, right? So, and and it, and it can be a little battery and all those cool things. And it has, uh, it doesn't have to run at 4,600 lumens. It has a brightness dial on the flashlight itself. So you can set it and uh, get it into like moonlight view where it's just giving you like a little bit of light, which is what you probably want most of the time. You don't really need that X-Files 4,600 lumens uh, to light up the world. But if you do, when you do, it's at the tip of your finger right there. So um, I'll put a link in the show. I've got a couple comments
2: about this. Okay. One is uh, if you've got a pilot to buy for. (laughs) this is a great item for pre it's it's by law we carry a flashlight and so that's a great item for a pre-flight yep so that's a very specific use for it a a broader use and i was going to say ladies but uh, truly anybody i would carry this i used to remember my mother always carried a stinking whistle on her keychain well you know if if i'm attacked i'm gonna blow a whistle okay so someone can hear you getting attacked i guess you know and and more and more these days, it is, you know, people kind of stay back uh, yep. for their own safety. The benefit of having this light, if you're walking at night and giving this to somebody who who may find themselves in that situation, is this is going to do more than a whistle. Because if you turn that light on and shine it in somebody's eyes when they're not expecting it, you've just given yourself a few extra seconds. It's a great initial self-defense item. Yeah. In my humble opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah oh no i keep one in my car i i you know it's like yeah i keep one in my gig bag so that i always have a flashlight at gigs you you know like stages are dark sometimes yeah yeah so
2: yeah but but uh, i'm just saying you know if you're walking alone at night or something and and don't do that one (laughs) don't do that (laughs) yeah (laughs) two if you have to this may Prove the difference in your ability to, you know, to create some distance between you and someone with nefarious intent.
0: Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. Yeah, no, they, they, and they've got all kinds of different form factors of lights at olightstore.com, too. So they, yeah. it's just fascinating how bright these things are. It's amazing. Great. I love it. Crazy. I love it. Yep. It's hard to believe until you until you do it. Like, when I lit up those, those hunters, it was like, what? Like, this is crazy. It's now like I have stadium lighting, it, you know. Yeah, the, ba- awesome. the battery will last uh, between five minutes and 12 days, depending on how bright you run this thing. So, you know, choose wisely. I bet five minutes is bright. <laughs> five minutes is full brightness. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Thanks for hanging I have out 3, with us.
2: Three thousand lumens. I thought. I thought three thousand lumens is bright. Forty-six hundred. Forty-six hundred 40, is crazy. Uh, 50% it's crazy.
0: More. In your in the pot in like the palm of your hand. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's a lot of power to wield. Yep. Yeah. I. You know. I. I live pretty close to an airport. I, I wonder if I'm, I'm. violating anything if I shine that up in the air at night. <laughs>
2: well, you get don't someone's attention. I guarantee that. Yeah. I don't think you're violating anything, but you can get someone's attention from a long way
0: off. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You got anything to add, Adam? I know I started the band in because I. Uh, I know we have a. We're, 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 we've...
1: No, no, no! Those are all all great picks. I I would take us down another rabbit hole, so I'm not going to. Even... Okay,
0: all right. Well, you're you're back next week, right? Like the, you're here for. I
1: will be. I'm here now. Great. Oh, yeah. Whether From we like on. it or not, we're here <laughs> can't get rid of him
0: now. <laughs> I'm so happy Stuff you're here, doing. Adam. This Me is too. great. And, this is cool. Yep. This is great. I I, you know, having those conversations in the car at at Max Stock, is like, oh, wait a minute, this dynamic is good. Like, if, I wonder. I wonder what sort of world would have to transpire for us to be able to do this on a regular basis. And then uh, here we are. So, here, we are. here, here we are. Here. Yeah, it's great. Thanks for hanging out with us, folks. Thanks for uh, checking out Cashfly. That's the company uh, pro- that provides all the bandwidth to get the show from us to you. You can check out the show notes at MacGeekab.com or very specifically mgg.fm slash 1012, because that is the uh, magic little engine that Adam set up for us years ago. So I'll get you right to this. You can find out all the links for everything. Thank you so much. You can check out our sponsors, of course, fastmail.com slash mgg. Adam. Yeah. What, is, uh, what does Pete's shirt say?
1: Uh, he has advice for uh, nighttime hunters in Dave's backyard. Don't get caught. <laughs> Made on a back.
0: Later.